Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. I have been having so much fun this hour, and I hope you have too. We've been talking to the folks from Sarasota Memorial Hospital's Institute for Cancer Care, and that doesn't seem like a lot of fun, cancer care talk. But, you know, I I get all geeked out about medicine and about treatment and innovation, and all of those things are there at Sarasota Memorial Hospital in spades. And now it's they're just, you know, putting it on steroids. It's just being pumped up to the max because the hospital board has approved the new Institute for Cancer Care building. You know, we've had all these services, but we are going to get even more services here on the Sun Coast. There will be one standalone building right in front of the hospital, should open in a few years. And how do you start that? I mean, it's great for the hospital board to say, yes, yep, go create that uh, Institute for Cancer Care, but who's going to do it? Well, I have the folks here in the studio. We have Kelly Batista. Excuse me, she's the administrative director of the SMH Institute for Cancer Care and Dr. Richard Brown, who is the medical director of the SMH Institute for Cancer Care, longtime oncologist here on the Sun Coast. And, and so we've been talking about all the different services and physicians and staffers and everything that, that's going to be coming to the Sun Coast and going into this and the people who will be behind it. Uh, but we have more to talk about with this. And, and that is your input, everybody listening. If you live here, the hospital itself some point is going to want your input in the design process. Kelly, tell us about that. So one thing that we find to be very important with this process, you can't create a patient-centered design without input from your patients. And so when we're going through the schematic design process, we're going to be creating different groups of, of different staff and physicians, but also a patient and community group that's going to be able to help us vision the design and understand from their perspective that's so valuable the experience that they bring to us on how do we create that design so it does feel welcoming and calming um, and helps them navigate it easily. So bringing in their perspective, I think, is really valuable, and I'm very excited to have them as part of the process. When do you think you'll be bringing in people to to share their insight or input or wishes, and how would someone get to be part of that? So we've asked our medical oncologists and radiation oncologists and surgical oncologists to start talking to their patients about what we're trying to create and find those that might be interested um, to participate and let us know. Um, So this is going to be throughout the entire schematic design process and really providing that input along each step of the way. So it's going to be ongoing. Mm -hmm. Ongoing. So if you're interested, then you should talk to your doctor. Say, hey, how can I become part of this? Yes. What kind of a difference do you think, Rick, that having, for example, your patients say, hey, boy, I I think this would be really good or that would be really good? Well, I think it's incredibly important. I mean, our experience as providers, we see things one way, but when you're actually going through the process, the journey, you know, patients are seeing another. So you know, we want their input because we want to do it right. I mean, we're committed to doing it right. And, you know, we want to learn from anything we may have done incorrectly in, in, in the past. We want to learn from that and, and go forward in the future and design, you know, the greatest building that's ever been built. And I think that I think that it shall be done. All right. So so the design process is going to be going on for quite a long time. Time. How long before we actually get to the building phase? So we're looking at having the building up in about three to four years. And so when when would that begin? Construction maybe two in a, years in a couple of years. In a yes, couple of years, because construction will take a few years 
on yeah. its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then what does that look like for the hospital in terms of space? Is the hospital built out? I mean, have we the squeezed in every corner there? So it's uh, Dr. Brown is laughing here because when we um, ultimately selected the location that we have on campus for this facility, we went through 13 different options in order to get there. Um, because the, the short answer is no, there's not an easy space on campus to say that's where a nine-story building should go. Um, but we feel really confident with the location that we've chosen because we want it to have that identifiable front door. We want it to be easy access for the patients. And it needs to be connected to the hospital infrastructure because of the inpatient and surgical services in that building as well. Can you give us a, an idea of what it might look like? Do we know for sure? We're just in the design phase. That's what this design phase gets to do, which is super exciting because you get to see the process develop along the way and get to see the building come together in that. There were easier places to put the building on the campus. We actually chose one that was a little bit harder because of making it easy for patients and all the providers to get around. We it's, It would be easier to build it in a different location where – we, there's a lot of things we have to do in order to allow us first to build a building and mm-hmm. a lot of enabling projects uh, that we're going through right now. Right, right. Well, I mean, the campus is just so incredible right now already and to know that it's just going to continue to grow. So exciting and and very exciting that you can cover the entire continuum of cancer care. Talk about that a little. Well, I mean, we're going to be comprehensive. So we are talking about going from screening all the way through survivorship and one of the programs we've actually already started was a lung cancer uh, screening program. So we lung cancer is, a, is, is, is more people die of lung cancer than the next four malignancies combined. It's one of the hardest to treat, right? It is. And, and even when we do surgery on it, unfortunately, a lot of times it's, you know, the disease has spread. So um, that it microscopic uh, that we don't know. So we know now know from clinical trials that if you catch lung cancer early, then there is, a survival advantage. So um, there was a study that was done looking at low-dose CTs in high-risk patients, and there was a survival advantage to doing it. So we instituted a clinic. Uh, right now it's a virtual clinic. Uh, Dr. Seaman is the uh, is the medical director for it. We also have uh, a nurse practitioner that's involved. And if you have a primary care doctor who has a patient who is um, at risk, uh, then they can refer to clinic. We make sure that it's appropriate. We will do a low-dose screening uh, CT. We have a registry so the patient's followed, and we review all these CTs and, and make a collective decision of whether to get additional CTs or whether to proceed with biopsy surgery. And we've already found a, a, a several uh, cancers that would have gone undetected otherwise. Incredible. So you're, you're catching cancer earlier when it's easier Technically, to treat. Hypothetically, I should say, to yes. treat. Yeah. All right. And and the LDCT, it, not everyone is a candidate for that. Isn't it like a 30-pack years uh, for for screening? Age over uh, 55, 70, mm-hmm. All and, right. uh, or people who are, and people are still smoked. Or, or, or heavy smokers. Right. right. Okay. So, so that is just one example. But you'll have other specialty clinics. Yes. So having other specialty clinics as a part of this program um, so that we can provide that dedicated care that's specific to the patient. Um, So the screening programs are going to be a part of that and all of those physician expertise that we're going to bring in and then the navigation as a component of that as well. 
Do you see this as, as a natural progression for our community, Rick? Because I really do. Or, or is this really just sort of taking the most enormous leap forward? I think we have a great community and I think we have a great hospital. I mean, it's really, really fabulous. And I think we've made a lot of steps. You know, we, we have medical students. We now have a residency program that's going to be starting a new rehab hospital and a trauma center. So the natural evolution, especially in this community, is to build a comprehensive cancer institute. And what do you see as far as who's coming here to this cancer institute? That'll be up in a few years. Is it only going to be locals or are we going to draw from all over the region? Well, the hope is to draw from all over the region. Also, as you know, that, um, you know, we have a community uh, or population that goes back and forth, back and forth. And we want to know that we want the patients who are up north who are maybe sick. We want them to know that they could actually come to Sarasota and get the most expert, you know, care they could possibly get. I mean, would you be able to go between two different facilities, one in the north and one in the south? We're looking at how to do that. Are, Are any other places doing that? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, Florida is sort of this unique situation where where you could do that, right? Or Arizona, I guess, you know, places where retirees go and spend part of the year. So but that is one of the things we've we've discussed of, of you know, forming bonds with other uh, institutions in, you know, Northeast and the Midwest where most of our patients come from. That's very exciting. All right. So, so what's ahead now for you both? I mean, I'm sure your to-do lists are just crazy. Tell me, Kelly, what you're doing. We have a couple of things. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So obviously the facility is a big component of what we're building, but these uh, screening programs, building the navigation program, uh, those are some of our more immediate initiatives as well. So Bringing in these new surgeons is going to be a really great offer to the community um, and really help us build kind of the foundation. And you think they'll be be here soon? Yes, that's our goal. Okay, so then they'll sort of be entrenched in the community already and then on board to help uh, steer the ship as, you know, moving forward with this building, right? That's the hope. Yeah, so so to be a part of it. So what about you, Rick? What are you going to be focusing on now? (laughs) (laughs) Everything, all at once, right? Uh, it's a long list of things. I mean, in terms of, I mean, Kelly and I meet twice a week right now, and uh, I'll be doing much more in the future in terms of spending time in the hospital. I mean, obviously, design the building, but also looking pragmatically at what we're doing. So uh, it's a busy time. It is a busy time, but I'm so glad that the both of you are heading this up, and you have to come back on the show and give us an update, please, Definitely. because it's it's so exciting. I mean, if if you wanted cancer care treatment now, though, through Sarasota Memorial Hospital, that's also something that you don't have to wait for, right? Correct. Yes, we do have excellent surgeons that we've talked about earlier on the show. Um, we do have infusion services for chemotherapy as well, um, and obviously our diagnostics and breast health center that you mentioned. But cancer care is just getting better and better in, in Sarasota, and that really it means longer lives, right? Yeah. And he'll be hopefully healthier, happier. And and that's what we all want. I want to thank you both so much, Dr. Richard Brown. So good to see you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. And thank you, Kelly Batista. Thanks so much. Thank you for having us. Uh, wonderful, very exciting news, everybody, that Sarasota is going to get its own Cancer Care Institute, SMH's Institute for Cancer Care. If you'd like to know more about it, go to Sarasota Memorial Hospital's website, smh.com, or give them a call, 917-1000. That'll do it for me. I'm Heidi Godman. My producer is the wonderful Luke Rosebarrow, and you've been listening to Health Check with Heidi Godman on WSRQ. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow.